on last week's Irrevelations. They just dunk their face into the f***ing river, and he's like, those are my guys. That's all you need, the 300 morons. Everyone else, go home. This is who you're going to knock out the Midianites with. Imagine you're chasing this prince. Like, this is a prince. Get ready for a fight. And then you just top a hill, and there's just a guy sitting in a two-foot-by-two-foot slight divot in the side of a hill, just like, all right, I see you've come to my wine press. Imagine being so mad that someone didn't give you some f***ing bread that you threatened to 9-11 them. I just feel like if, like, the Taliban and ISIS and Boko Haram had, like, a baby. And why is it that I always end up really liking the bad guys? Before we turn to the world, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Man, you know uh, you know how I know this is going to be a good episode? Yeah. Because this is mostly gin. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's good for you. Perfect. Gin is botanical. Yeah. Most people don't yeah. know that. I can't stand gin. I know. I can't drink. I can't drink any amount of it. I bet. What do you like? What do you do? You like like a a fermented McDonald's suicide? Maybe is that your favorite drink? You fucking (laughs) uncultured swine. Yeah, yeah. You go and you go and hit every soda at McDonald's, and you put it in your closet for three months. (laughs) Like I don't know if you can tell from the pseudo effeminate voice that I have, but any level of hard liquor hits my throat. I I projectile vomit immediately. I can't do it at all. Hell yeah, brother! I love it. Fucking. I'm barely American. No, no. Um, Sweet drinks are are super American. Yeah. I think you're super. Yeah. You're like I love it. Like everyone's like, all right, Jed, and this guy will have a bourbon. I was like, do you guys have any uh, daiquiri mix back there? Like, if I could. I mean, I like to tease you about the sweet drinks, but on someone who anyone who is actually has a problem with you drinking sweet drinks is is a fucking weirdo. Like that's yeah, a weird. I, excuse me, that I'll order a Bahama Mama in this trucker bar because I'm a real man. On the other hand, though, I can see how you ordering. A woman's drink is sort of like a alcohol version of blackface, <laughs> where you're pretending you're mocking women. Yeah, they're like, "That's our culture." You're stealing yeah. right there. I'm like, excuse you. I'm, I, this is. They're like, "What sorority were you intense. even in?" <laughs> Listen, you ain't no white girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. There's been a uh, lot of blackface me. in the news, man. There has been a lot of blackface. I saw this tweet today. That said, as a 30-something-year-old man, a uh, white man, I can safely say that I have never come anywhere close to wearing blackface. Like, it's never... <laughs> I have never... It's never even been a thought. Like, I don't know I don't know how so many people keep getting caught up in it. it, it it'd be like if there was, like, a string of politicians who keep getting their hands stuck in, like, trees. I'd be like, how... That would be a sexual you, thing, I'm certain, but... You know, okay. like, there's just, a, there's just a bunch of guys, hands stuck in trees. I'm like... I don't get it. Like, just don't put your hand in a tree. Like, I don't... Like, was there something shiny in it? They're like, no, I just felt like doing that. There was no payoff to me whatsoever. That's part of the Green New Deal. (laughs) Oh, man. I saw Justin Trudeau doing another apology tour Uh, for... uh, That was like... that. 
if Justin Trudeau is getting caught wearing blackface, I, honestly, Brown, uh, how deep does it go? Uh, uh, brownface. Brownface, whatever. Yeah, yeah well, there's a difference. Idiot. Well, so here's the thing. We here's actually the thing about it. And I, this is only, I just thought of this now, all right? So this is a very hot take, all right? Okay. I haven't okay. put any thought into this, but it kind of Great. triggered me. Brownface of Arabic people is not traditionally a fucked up thing like blackface was used to make fun of slaves. That is kind of an interesting take. Because I remember, like, uh, I can't remember the name of the actress, but she went as Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black. Okay. So in blackface, she's got her hair done in like uh That's a know, lot. Like That's a lot. Thousand, okay. Like a bunch of those pigtails, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I've seen I've But seen she's show. wearing like an orange jumpsuit. She's in black suit. It was like, stop. No, you're going to ruin your career. And she's like, I'm obviously not being racist. I'm not discriminating against another race. It's not, well, I'm not here to denigrate a people. It's one thing to put on blackface. It's another thing to put on blackface and an inmate suit. <laughs> like, that's like, there's, <laughs> well, a, you're playing there's a, a lot to unpack. It's a, it's a it's a role from a show. I've never seen the show, so I don't even know if it's like like I feel like if I went in blackface as um, well, we had a friend uh, who went in blackface as Lil Wayne. Yeah, he but that guy's really racist. He didn't get canceled. He's really, no, he's not. He's really fucking racist. Maybe every every it's always him in blackface for Halloween. <laughs> We're like, where are the white women at? And I'm like, that's yeah, that's an example. Like, Lil Wayne of doing doesn't even wrong. say that. <laughs> yeah. he didn't even... That's a bad impression. I, like, I, I struggle to understand it because I've seen plenty of people who are like, oh, I just want to play uh, a character or I'm just giving homage to my favorite character who happens to be black. And yeah. part of my part of my recreation of that costume is the skin color. And you can go all day long and be like, well, I mean, obviously her or his intent wasn't to denigrate a race. It wasn't to be racist. And the only thing that anyone can really point to is like, yeah, but some other guys a hundred years ago did it in a racist way. You know, if it, like, are we, do we really have to go back to Jim Crow law to well, justify it, something that's happening today? That actually weirdly ties it to like, uh, I know we've talked about this, I think off the podcast, but like how Cuphead kind of got in trouble yeah, for using yeah. drawing technique that was at one point loosely related to some pseudo racist yeah so i think that's where it's still like just don't probably better if you don't do it i just don't i just don't like so in that regards i gotta give it to justin trudeau like oh wow you're pretending to be someone who's indian unless i saw him like i don't know i don't even know what a racist like an indian state like if he unless he was putting on brown face and then raping women i wouldn't say okay wow he's really sticking it to indians or yeah 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 Here's all I have to say about blackface. Even if it's okay, for instance, I'm, if right. I have a kid, I have a little boy, and one day he's like, "Daddy, right. I want we're having a famous people day at school. I have to go as a famous person. I want to be the first black president. I want to be Obama." Sure. I'm gonna be like, "No, no, no, no. Listen, first off, yes." And, you're, and just so everyone's aware, your kid will will be as white as the driven snow. Well, hopefully, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I, in my crippled state, I could see her going outside of our bedroom. Anyway, okay, yeah. this is this is obviously finds, for my therapist. So finds a nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. hockey standard. <laughs> so the point is, if I have this little white boy that's my son that wants to dress up as Obama, I'm be like, that's great. I love that you, you know, that you respect President Obama, that you want to honor him. Very cool. But let's just make this simpler. You be Joe Biden instead, right? His uh -huh. VP. And right. you have an excuse to touch all the other little girls at school. <laughs> it's like a win-win. You're, you know, just him giving like creepy back massages. Yeah. And be like, ah, it's the it's part of the bit. 
I, yeah, all right, great. It's, uh, I don't. We'll yeah, call I, it a, I don't know. I, we'll I call him a Lester face. <laughs> when I have when I have some when when I have a kid and he's uh, oh, no. one eighth Mexican looking, yeah. you know, and they're like, hey, it kind of looks like someone dropped a little bit of cream in some coffee. I don't know, you know. Um, <laughs> and he wants to go as Obama for blackface. I'm gonna say no, just because I don't want the media campaign outside of my house. Sure, but I don't. It, it, he's like, I respect President Obama. I want to go as him for show and tell. And yeah, talk let's about face it. it. I'd be like, President Obama like, being no. black. No, a... I'm, 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 I'm going to tell him fucking no because a hundred years ago somebody did it in a bad way at a similar status. I mean, see, there's certain people that I understand where it would be cool for kids to do blackface. President Obama, first black president. That's that's a defining part of him, right? Now, if you want right, to be right. like, I don't know, if you want to be like. A football player if you want to go as your favorite football player it's like okay you don't just put his fucking number on jersey on like you don't yeah i mean what does obama even look like tan suit i know that <laughs> and then and then you know he's black i mean he's just a professional businessman yeah i mean I, i'm not quite sure how much i care that my uh, i'm assuming six-year-old is committed to the craft but i mean i don't i i, I would a hundred percent be like yeah there's no malice or fucking malintent involved no you know, is someone going to point at that sexual and be like, yeah, but, you know, remember when Jim Crow laws happened? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't no one knows. No one the no fuck are you talking knows. about, you know? I mean, I do know about it, but yeah, I get yeah. your point. Right. It's de- so it's definitely just easier not to do it. Let's agree. So we agreed Trudeau did nothing wrong. Uh, pretty close to I it. I mean, because it's not like he's hearkening to uh, racial stereotypes that happened 100 years ago without his knowledge. Well, he I was mean. being like the, the he was being like a sultan or something, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's like a like. I mean, I they know. ruled the world. He's he was he's dressing up as someone who at the the I mean the the height of like the Ottoman Empire or something. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that would be pretty. Funny. That was some fucking privilege. If you want to uh, talk about yeah. privilege, yeah, I mean that is privilege. If I win as like Genghis Khan and I'm just doing a bunch of fucking, I don't know, me- math. <laughs> <laughs> you mean horseback riding? What is this? No, I'm just sitting there, like, acing my fucking SATs or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> that's, man. See, now that's what I call racism. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do with you. I don't know. Jesus. I, I, I find it funny that people, uh, I, I mean, I've seen, I've sat through a lot of fucking, um, like, uh, corporate-sponsored fucking PC culture. Oh, yeah. Like classes, you know, like, yeah. hey guys, did you know that like reverse racism is just as bad and positive stereotypes are as harmful as negative ones, you know? That's weird. And they were like, like trying to say that like a Jewish guy is good as is good with money, it's just as bad as saying like a black person likes watermelon. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know, I guess. I don't. This is a weird conversation. I'm I mean, but watermelon just me is by even myself in this HR. That was a weird choice, though. Like, couldn't they have, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. You're. <laughs> No, get it. <laughs> let's well, I mean, if they're gonna, they're like gonna, okay. So the, obviously, in that scenario, it was supposed to be a juxtaposition of a air quotes good stereotype and then a bad stereotype. And the worst stereotype <laughs> they could come up with is that black people like watermelon. <laughs> I don't have to try to think of something worse than that. I don't yeah. know. Like that's pretty neutral, isn't it? Well, if you didn't know now, you're listening to the Revelations <laughs> yeah. podcast, and uh, we're kicking off. Shit, you not. Our year episode, right? So technically, it hasn't been a year since we started. I think that's like the 30th of this month. But this is a year of podcasts. This is episode 52. No, it's got to be. I mean, not that anyone fucking cares, but we recorded. We used to be like two weeks ahead. 
So if this is a week, then we would have started. Oh, like, sure, we would have already September, started, yeah. but I mean, there we our first episode was less than a year ago, released, but only by like a week. So like this is a complete year. We just haven't overlapped mm. any episodes yet. I was getting right. I was getting okay. needlessly technical. Yeah, this is but oddly pedantic. Yeah, yes. but on Twitter, I'm going to celebrate our birthday, our first birthday on September 30th. So I, I want to make sure people understand that they're different. Jesus. There's 52 weeks of podcasts, which is a year. Right. And there's right. also our actual birthday, which is the 30th, which isn't for like 10 Jesus more days. Jesus Christ. No. Oh, fuck. Well, there goes all our momentum. Nine more days. Jesus Christ. Well, no one fucking yeah. follows us on Twitter. Apparently, we begged everyone to, to say something to us. <laughs> Don't be associated with this. It's but anyway, still uh, just my so it's, been, it's, it's ostensibly <laughs> been one year since we started this bullshit. Yeah. And uh, how has how is, how is your life changed, Grant? Let's reflect. I mean, because of the Don't podcast? Too deep. I would say not yeah. at all. But, not at uh, all? No. No, me neither. No, People it, don't recognize my voice on the street at all. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it hasn't fucked up any relationships quite yet, but it will. You know? Right. right. Like, oh, there, are, there, there are practicing serious Christians that are close friends that know about this and know what it stands for and aren't crazy about it, but they're also close enough friends that they don't hate me for it, I guess. They, I think they respect us enough to not listen to it. Yeah. That, well, didn't, we had a very close friend say to us, I want to stay your friends to both so of I'm us. Not, I'm going to stay right. your friends. So I'm not going to listen, which was that kind of hurt actually a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Just a, that was a little stinger, but that little piece of shit's not going to listen, so I can say whatever I want yeah, about him well, now. Fucking, I'm going to live my goddamn truth. Yeah, you little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know who you are uh, if some reason you listen to this. Somehow, on his deathbed, he gives us a chance, and that's what oh, fucking man. puts him over. That's what kills um, him. That will be bad. Yeah, he just, he just listened to some 60, 70 hours of audio they this last. <laughs> Way more than that, but yeah. yeah Way great. more than that. Um, I, well, I mathed it up. We should have. I should have that number ready. Yeah, many, it was like what 170 uh, or something hours it was crazy we that's a lot we, that's not that much we fucks on ourselves a bit yeah. um so i have a question for you uh, how has your perception of the bible changed this past year um definitely taken a downward tick <laughs> um which i and i didn't go into it being like okay obviously we still have the the ethos of if we encounter things that we like Right, that we're going to, we call about what we do. Yeah, I don't think that we're going to celebrate it. Right. Um, So, that being said, I thought there would be more of that when I started. I was like, this is going to be, you know, we're going to okay. There's going to be things that are like, wow, that's crazy. These Bible gods are crazy. But then I thought (laughs) that, like, on the other hand, we'd be like, oh yeah, actually, that's that's kind of cool. There's not as much of the cool stuff. I guess. I think. I think. Man, I almost I had on the tip of my tongue here. But I think when I started this, I was thinking to myself what I thought the Bible would be like is that, like, the messaging was sound, but I don't think – I don't believe it. Like, I, like I, I, I was willing to be like, okay, well, you know, the historical evidence of this is bullshit. I don't believe that God created a fire tornado that fucked with the Egyptians because they were I, I asking do. for it. I do. Just want to interject. I believe that part. That part. <laughs> But sorry, but, go on. you know, like you can, I could, I, I was prepared to say like, okay, I'm going like, I'm, I'm prepared to imagine a scenario where I agree with the message, 
but don't believe in the sort of historical evidence of it or the existence of God. Sure. And I've sort of just been like, no, I don't think I agree with any of it. I mean, so much of it has been even the lessons aspect of it. If we were just to boil it down to some Aesop's tales, sure. it would be like, yeah, fables, and here's this but, guy yeah. and Aesop's fables. Uh, here's some fucking shitheads who were absolute shitheads and did horrible things, but because they believed in God, God helped them also do horrible things. Like yeah, that. that even the morality. I think that, and again, I'm ready for my mind to be changed, but I think we're going to see more of that in the New Testament. Like, Christ's parables are, I think, yeah. pretty universally accepted as good ideas, right? Allegedly. I think, I mean, I know I've, like, I, I obviously I still fucks with the uh, our date Christian memes on Reddit. Yeah, obviously. And they'll out. be like, uh, like, what would Jesus do? And it shows him, like, bull whipping a bunch of dudes, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this fucking story is referencing, you know? I actually fucked that um, subreddit for banning us, but anyways. Yeah, I know. Well, banning you well we don't need to get into this okay. that was a big angry fucking fight between us but i was like that's our that's your one job is to guerrilla market us on date christian memes and you got us banned like the fuck is wrong with you yeah. but uh it, these things happen um true i guess another another like reflect is what do you think of like christians in general like as a result of like if this is their vibe <sighs> hmm i mean i feel like christian is not Something, okay. Take Mormons for instance, right? They're true right. believers, because otherwise you're not going to do all that shit, right? Yeah, it's like a who, cult. Sto- who stocks a pantry full of snacks they don't eat. Christianity is almost like a political, a political ideology or like a political uh, identification. Where, yeah, it kind of influences like some of the decisions you make in life. I think now, in general, obviously mm-hmm. there are, you know, my, I know a lot of people very close to me that are pretty intense about it. But in general, I think Christianity is such a, something you just kind of wear, you know, eh. these days. So I don't see it. It doesn't really change my mind. I just, and it's not, I was a Christian. I was a hardcore Christian, you know, um, right. I led a, fucking, no, I remember you in high school. You yeah, sucked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I sucked. Uh, I led a, I led like a young adults group, even just what, eight, seven, eight years ago. So, it's not like I'm going to sit here and be like, oh, look at these idiots. You know, I don't th- I don't right. see any Christian as being lesser than me or like, oh, why can't they figure out what I did that this book is fucked up? It's just that I'm like, uh, whenever I get the chance, I kind of now like to be like, oh, yeah, what's uh, what do you think about, about that? Like, I, I got into an argument with my parents about that where my dad was talking shit about MLK for no reason. I don't know. <laughs> Are you talking about Martin Luther King yeah. Jr.? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, why not? He's what like, he yeah, the state he, of Arizona? Yeah, he's like, oh, uh, well, yeah, he was just a philanderer. I'm like, yeah, he was. that was all he did was cheat yeah. on his wife, allegedly. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, you know, King David, which we haven't even gotten to yet, but I know the right. story of King David that he did way worse. And he's like, well, right. David asked for forgiveness. I'm like, well, someone fucking shot MLK in the head, asshole. <laughs> So that kind of like, do we even know that he didn't ask for forgiveness? I mean, like, what the fuck kind of stupid? Of course we don't. Whatever. It's don't just know. well, MLK wanted black people to have the same rights as white people, so that's fucked up to my dad. So <laughs> okay, I'm joking, everyone. Let's be clear. He's not. Let's, don't dox that not, guy. Yeah, he's not Halor. We love Rick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think. Uh, I guess. I'm glad I guess they used my dad's name though. That's cool. <laughs> You're on LinkedIn. Yeah, People are going to find you. Like, find we're, we're out there. Sure. 
Um, the, our, our five dozen or our uh, two dozen listeners. One of them. I, I only hope that this fucking podcast somehow culminates in a stalker stabbing me in the stomach with like a crowbar or some shit. But hey, I'll keep going without you. I promise. I think uh, you know. I was reading like, especially when we like reading this uh, like Judges Nine here and shit. Uh, I feel like we're getting to parts where I understand why the church exists and how Christians, I guess, can believe this shit, because I feel like no one's ever getting this shit. It's always being sort of funneled through a prism. Yeah. And, and you start with... vague and opaque. And yeah. you have the baby food at first, right? That are just right. the happy-go-lucky stories. Like, you'll have the story of Joseph. Oh, he got a pretty coat, and his brothers were jealous, and they sold him, and he went to Egypt and saved everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, and boom. And God lifted him up. That's know, the whole story, shit. right? That's all you get. You know, you have the VeggieTales version, or what the fuck ever, right? So... Right. It, you get introduced to it, and it's it's palatable. Um, right. It does weird me out when people are, like, 30 years old and decide to become Christians. Then I'm like, you're kind of dumb. But that's, <laughs> that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, like, without the brainwashing, you came yeah, here? Like, like, I don't know. Someone, or peop, the worst are people that convert to Catholicism. I'm like... That'd be like that'd be like a 30-year-old man joining ISIS from, like, the UK. Be like, you exactly. Know, guys, I think it's, it looks pretty Which good. Which happens. You have television here now, electricity, foot massages. Why would you? Why would you give that up? Yeah, but I honestly, this analogy, those foot massages are critical thinking skills. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that the only actual Catholic converts in America in the past decade, I could probably count on my fingers and toes. They mostly rely on making condoms against God's rule. So I'm not kidding. Like that's straight up and down how it works for them. So. Okay. Uh, fun. Uh, yeah, and we'll, you know, we might as well just get in the Bible. We should. Uh, just, we already said it. touch on that. Ep 52, this is Revelations. I'm Grant Voiced. I'm Cole Deluski. And this is Judges, Chapter 9. Judges 9. Um, so, uh, let's just get into it. Uh, so in the last episode, uh, in Chapter 8, Our boy we Gideon. talked about how Gideon, uh, warmonger Gideon, psychopath, <laughs> uh, died and he had 70 children amongst his wives <clears throat> and one pseudo bastard named Abimelech yeah. who lived in Shechem. Honestly, we've seen enough in fiction, I think, to know that you have to kill that one. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and the mom, too, probably. Yeah. He's like a little safe. Oedipus baby, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm actually trying to think of the analogy here. Um Oh, uh, no one's going to get this reference. I was thinking of that. Uh, remember that uh, Merlin movie with uh, Sam Neill? Yeah, vaguely, I guess. <laughs> okay, all right. Get, get ready for a deep <laughs> fucking dive. But, but, but King Arthur had sex with some other chick who wasn't his wife, and he, uh, that chick was like, okay, I'm going to make him a magic baby to steal your throne. And Which then, is you know, tried to more... Usurp it. It was kind of like... Uh, What's his name? What's that guy's Mordred? name? Mordred? Mordred? I think it was Mordred. Yeah. I always get Mordred and Morgana and all them. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, Mordred. Who fucking cares? But my point was, is, is like, it was like sort of a punishment for his sin. Yeah. That it was kind of a comeuppance on him. Because so, he was so Catholic. A, there's no... Because <laughs> he couldn't wear a condom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's not really made mention here. Like, the, the, the sort of relationship of concubine sons, it's sort of been implied... Like when um, Abraham had his concubine sons, he specifically was like, "Hey, I don't really want you guys fucking with my real sons. Here's some money. Get fucked. You know, get yeah, out go here. to the desert. I don't, I don't even know. I mean, and honestly, they should have died, but God saved them for some reason. So yeah, he sent them. Eastward he tried to, to kill them. Let's be yeah. clear. 
but but Gideon, not man enough, was like, no, I love my kids. He, Idiot. Again, and I just, we've already been over this thoroughly. He killed them at his wife's behest after she made him fuck her. So, wow. But, right. yeah, great, great, great. Uh, so, anyway, so we start Judges 9, the story of Abimelech, the pseudo-bastard. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, so, what a sweet title. Pseudo, <laughs> the pseudo. That's going to be my so, pro wrestling name. <laughs> so, uh, Gideon was of House Manasseh. And his son Abimelech is living in Shechem, and with all his family, and he's like being ruled over by seventy fucking dudes who are his brothers who live, I guess, in whatever the fuck the capital is for these Manassans. That does sound like it sucks, right? So Abimelech goes to all his peeps and goes, "Hey guys, um, this is nine two. Which is better for you that all seventy of the sons of Gideon reign over you?" Or that one reign of you. And then he goes, remember that I am your own flesh and bone. Interesting. Now, this is because he goes to the city where his concubine mother is from, right? That's where he lives. Yeah. Yeah, but that's where she's... All the people there are related to her. That's important. Right. These are... This is his mother's family, the the concubine whore. Some real sweet home Alabama shit, but yeah. Right. (laughs) So he's talking to his own peeps, like, hey, why are we taking orders from... Gideon's like legit children and there's like 70 of them when you could just take orders from me and like I'm on your side I'm your team I'm the man of the people I'm like a blue collar billionaire yeah and uh I mean basically the people were like yeah that's true you know they uh he's related to us and uh they gave him some money and he used it to hire I quote reckless scoundrels who became his followers Uh, my my Bible specifically mentions that they took the silver from the temple of yes, Baal. Yes, I have that too. Yeah, so so they paid a bunch of fucking shitheads dirty god from money. money they stole from a dirty god. Yeah, yeah, filth god. Um, so he so, get he takes that money, he takes evil money and buys evil men with it. Is the idea? So I think there's probably some sort of a thing at play there, right? I think I think the story of Abimelech is kind Cinderella. of Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, it's it. kind of a Cinderella story. Yeah, yeah he, he he's right, rags to riches here. He is. Um, but a lot of his story, there's a lot of imagery and callbacks, and there's a lot of different places where you can look in and be like, ooh, wow, this is kind of, you know, like, if, if I thought that this was written intelligently, then this would be kind of like a sort of a, a poster child for, like, that English lit fucking paper of, like, ooh, well, what did the author mean by this yeah, bullshit? Yeah, you know? And it's never anything. Um, right. Can I read this next verse straight up? Yeah. Okay, so he gets the scoundrels with the silver, and then it says, verse 5, 9, 5, he went to his father's home in Ophrah, and on one stone murdered his 70 brothers, <laughs> the sons of Jerubal. So, uh, wow, that's cold-blooded. With the exception of Jothan, because sure, sure, sure. Jothan, Jothan hid himself. Um, I, I, I want to bring up, because uh, my Bible concordance wants to make you pay special attention that he killed them with a stone or on a stone on a or whatever. Stone. No one knows what the fuck he was talking about. It might have been a sacrificial stone for Baal, or it might be reference to the stones left in Shechem by uh, Jacob uh, when they left that place. You know, Who knows? No one fucking knows. Of course no one knows. Right. Uh, none of it probably has any meaning. No. But uh, anyway, um, and all the men of Shechem gathered together all of Beth Milo they went and made Abimelech king beside the terebinth tree at the pillar that was in Shechem. Um, 
my Bible wants, I mean, it, it is kind of interesting. So this Terebinth tree at Shechem is kind of significant, and I don't know how much it matters, but um, when Simeon and Levite slaughtered all the Shechemites over the whole Dina incident, yeah. as they were leaving, Jacob's like, fuck, 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 okay, guys, we're, we, we've got a real fucking problem. You basically just made us wanted terrorist men. Everyone take all the bullshit from your former gods, these Canaanite gods, and bury them under a terebinth tree. Oh, okay. So the implication is that this is that same tree, you know. It uh, almost has to be, huh? Right. But fuck, Uh, dude, this has been four or five hundred years. It's been like six hundred years. It's about to come. When we get before we end Abimelech, uh, my Bible puts this at the end of the 12th century, B.C. Okay. So about 200 years since Moses. Okay. So, uh, which was 400 years since Jacob. So, yeah, I mean, disputably, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, some, some bullshit about like that, uh, uh, Shechem and shit. Uh, my Bible also points that I believe it was Beth Milo where, um, one of Joshua's last acts, uh, is the covenant of Shechem, uh-huh. where he writes down in the book, like, oh, I'm giving myself to God or whatever, and they put it on a, uh, Hold on, I've got it right here. Uh, this is Joshua twenty four twenty six. Uh-huh. Then Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and he took a large stone and set it underneath a terebinth that was a sanctuary of the Lord. Oh. So there's a lot of weird imagery. You know, the fact that he killed his own brother on a stone and then was made a god king or whatever underneath the oak tree of Shechem is kind of a lot of sort of hidden imagery. Yeah. Almost like someone just got confused when they were writing these narratives. Or it could also be, I mean, I don't want to take anything away of it. It's cool. Whether or not it's like uh, J.K. Rowling with the Horcruxes where she's just going through all her old fucking books. Like, okay, they got to be looking for something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hufflepuff's Cup. Who fucking knows? That was in one scene. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. It feels that way, though. I mean, because, let's face it, we know this is not historical fact, it, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so it... The idea that Jacob and Joshua are all attached to Shechem in bloodlust. Hell yeah. Uh, well, Jacob anyway. I mean Joshua too. Yeah. But And that they're all related to oak trees and stones. Could be a theme, could be a motif. I don't fucking know. But it's interesting. Um, it's almost like they used to worship like rocks and trees and shit. So they're like, <laughs> it could, this means it something. It could be. It could be. Um, I, I, I kind of think it might be some kind of Indian burial ground situation. Where Ooh. there's the ghosts of all these Shechemites that uh, Simeon and Levi killed, and then they buried all with their, their old fucking, shit underneath with their the hurt tree. ass dicks. <laughs> yeah, with their hurt ass dicks, and then every time they're like coming over some Blair Witch shit, where they're like, "Oh, that tree over there, that haunted, scary, fern gully looking fucking tree. That's where we do all our business." <laughs> you know, like yeah, dude, there's that is a haunted place, huh? My ancestors are smiling on me. I can't wait till we get a Patreon going with enough money for us to go do like a, a Ghostbusters episode. In I'm going to chop that shit down. I'm, I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, that, I wonder how many times we're going to come back to Shechem. 3,000-year-old tree. Uh, <laughs> Great. Um, uh, well, we, we, we're not done, that's for sure. We, yeah, that's, we have that's more barely, this, that's this six chapter. verses of the longest fucking chapter on the planet. This is going to take forever, so buckle up, folks. So, well, um, this next part is pretty easy to, to lollygag or to hop on through. No um, fucking way. Well, no, his whole stupid story. His, his, uh, All right. So this so, is funny. So, 
So Jotham, the sole survivor who hid like a coward, which yeah. is good, 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 good man, good man. If you're ever in a school shooting, kids, do as Jotham did and hide. Honestly, I mean, that's more effective than gun control. Good job. Um, so I don't know that that pick <laughs> is it though. Okay, so uh, Jotham wants to basically voice his grievances against. Uh, against Abimelech, right? Who is now murdered. Well, I think also the people of Shechem. He, it, of course, because they, like, they paid him to do it. Yeah. It's kind of some lifted Lorax type shit here where yeah. he, he stands on a mountaintop. He's been jilted by society, right? Yeah. He's basically he, he the Joker. A... <laughs> He's gonna... So Jotham sees that the oh, people... It sounds like Joker. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Jotham sees that the very people his father saved have now paid a bunch of hoodlums to go up and fuck up his family. Yeah. And uh, the, way the, I kind of, the way I kind of imagine it is, like, imagine you come home and your girlfriend's just getting railed by another guy. And you're like, what's all this? And then the guy punches you and knocks you out. And you're like, well, I can't even fight him back. So I'm just going to be like, well, I, 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 hope he, I hope he takes care of you. I just hope he doesn't rape you or something. He seems like a bad guy, you know? Like, it just seems like and this And you leave angry at your girlfriend and then you find out later that she was getting raped. <laughs> that seems that seems more on par with about the, the, the sort of the, the yeah. general theme, but let, let's get into it. The parable okay. of the trees. This is the stupidest shit. So let's say that you're Jotham, right? You come back to your city, and you're these people are responsible, mostly Abimelech, but also his backers are responsible for the murder of all sixty nine of your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. So what do you do? You see a mountain nearby that you know this mountain. And you climb up to the top of that mountain, and you yell down at everyone. And I'm just picturing him, like they can maybe hear him. If they like hear a noise. Yeah. But they look up, and he's just doing like a Dennis Leary style rant, and no <laughs> one can hear what he's. But no one knows what he's saying. Maybe there's but, a shepherd on the side of the a, mountain. This is a known coward. So if I was gonna like <laughs> taunt the guy that murdered my entire family, I'm definitely doing it on top of a fucking mountain. I want him to have an uphill charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so he has time to like. Get on a little ski and or snowboard and go down the other side. So yeah. he basically starts yelling a parable to them to make them understand the error of their ways. And it's long-winded, and it's kind of hard to follow. This is definitely one of those uh, – it's a reach. I'm going to say that. I, I think – I actually – you want me to take care of it or you got it? Yeah, go ahead. You've been All doing right. most of so, the talking today anyway. Oh, my God. No, do it. Do it. No, 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 no. It's fine. All right, Jesus. No, go ahead. So the parable of the trees, he's yelling this, is that uh, it's a story, kind of Aesop's fable style, that the trees were trying to figure out a king for themselves. So they already, tell the I'm, olive. Already, I'm not. I'm not invested in this story. <laughs> so they tell the olive tree, "Hey, will you be our king?" And he's like, "I can't be your king. I'm too busy making oil to honor God." And they're like, "Well, fuck. All right." Fair point. So then they go. Then they go to the fig tree, like, fig tree, will you be our master? And he's like, I can't. I have to give all my sweetness and good fruit over to God. Like, I can't do that. And they're like, ah, fucking shit. So they go to the vine, and they're like, hey, will you be our master? And uh, he's like, I can't be your master. I make wine for God. Like, how, Wait, why would I whoa, whoa. Why would I choose that? All right, pump the brakes. Suddenly, a lot of what we've read up to this point makes sense. God has been fucking hammered through this whole story <laughs> he just the grape exists for god to get drunk it just said, yeah, it yeah. said it right here so finally they go to the brambles brambles are like, like i guess they're used primarily to start the fires to make sacrifices 
and they go to the brambles and they're like hey uh will you be our master and the brambles like fuck yeah bro i got nothing going on uh if in truth you anoint me as king over you then come and take shelter in my shade but if not let fire come out of the bramble and i don't know destroy the cedars of lebanon don't know what that last bit's about what but what's what's the uh what's verse 15 for you the thorn bush sorry the thorn bush said to the trees if you really want to anoint me king over you come and take refuge in my shade but if not, then let fire come out of the thorn bush and consume the cedars of Lebanon. So That's basically exactly what I said. Yeah, but uh, I said it in like not stupid King James Version uh, words. So the I think that the point of that is that um, the cedars of Lebanon are a good thing. Sure. And the thorn brushes are shitheads, right? They just poke you. And, but when they catch on fire, they're like the low-lying scrub. They're going to fucking burn everything up. Um, I guess, I guess to me, like if we actually treat this like the book club, it's supposed to be for the first time in a year. Uh, (laughs) I think, I think the point of this and it's trying to make is that obviously a good man wouldn't try to take the place of God. So if you're trying to find a leader, ironically, the only person that will sort of set down their effort to play up to pleasure God (laughs) is a fucking shithead. Um, you know, like, like the wine, the, the, the olive tree, the figs and shit. They're all like, no, no, no. I don't want to be a king. I'm too busy making God happy. Like, why would, if, if, if we're a, but I'm a bunch of shit and you're a bunch of shit and I'm not going to fucking rule over you guys instead of, you know, serving God. Yeah. I see it as, um, it's basically, okay. It's, it's a kind of akin to the political pro- problems we have, right? And that the mm. people that want to be king, yeah. that want to be the leader of a, of a group of people, you need to be careful with them. Like if, because right. God has chosen judges, right? Right. So if you're to, and God said, I don't give a fuck if you're the vine and you're making grapes, or if you're the olive tree making oil, you're the you're the guy now, and you're good for something, and that's what I'm going to use you for. So the vine, the the thorn bush is like the only one that will accept the job. Because he's a piece of shit, mm-hmm. but you're gonna get fucked by choosing this this thing. And I don't know if it matters, but the bramble is only good for burning. Like he's the only one that dies in this situation. And for you according know. to my early Disney uh, experiences, speaking of blackface, um, <sighs> they're good for say a briar rabbit. Yeah, reference they're good here. for rabbits to hide. <laughs> good for rabbits to hide it. Oh no! Um, don't throw me in the thorn bush. <laughs> Great. Uh, I mean, I guess my point is like uh, the the wine, the vine just creates uh, grapes. You know, it doesn't die in the process of it. You know, the olive tree, the fig tree, they're all like, yeah, yeah, no, I just, I just, I make these things. I give them to God. The brown was like, I'm the one that has to die for God. They're like, no, 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 no. I'll definitely, if it means I don't have to die anymore, then yeah, I'll be your king. Is that, that, those are the options, death or ruling over you? Yeah, that's a simple option for me to make. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I see it though also that the the thornbush is saying um, this isn't going to go well for you if you if you don't like it I'm not going to re- like rescind my own rule you know right because I'll um, kill I'd rather burn you all down than 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 uh, give it back up or... yeah, yeah yeah sure 
Um, but that's basically it. So he yells that from a mountaintop. Everyone get every, everyone probably understood it as deeply as being Grant are wasting our time with right now. Yeah. Well, they didn't even know. fucking hear him, so I guess. Probably, probably. But he basically is like, yeah, you know, if you, the people, uh, still in truth and sincerity want Abilamech as king, despite, you know, the fact that he killed the guy that saved you from the Midianites, then, I mean, I guess. I guess that's fine, you know. You know, if that's what you want. But, um... If not, let fire come from Abimelech and devour the men of Shechem and Beth Milo, and let fire come from the men of Shechem and from Beth Milo and devour Abimelech. So, like, I hope you guys kill each other. Yeah. It's a good, uh... I don't know, it's a good way to, to kind of respond, I think. I see where you're coming from, that he's, like, the guy that, you know, you did your whole little walking on your girlfriend bit. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, all right. I mean, because, let's face it, Abimelech did... These guys want their leader to be a man who, without a thought, murdered 69 of his brothers. So it's like he's basically saying you, you realize that you picked a, an evil person, a thorn bush. You know, you guys you guys had a mutiny to elect a pirate king. I don't know what you think is going to happen in the long term, but yeah. So when yeah. he's saying, all right, you got to live with this. He has a point is what I'm saying. It's not just him being right. butthurt, even though. Obviously, you know, his whole family just got massacred, so (laughs) he should maybe be. But I think that he has a very valid point. It is, it is, it's hard to argue with him here. Where it's like, I I feel like, like going back to my original now, I feel like it's like you find out your girlfriend is like cheating on you, but it's like with like an ex con who was arrested for rape and murder. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I mean, fine. You cheated on me. That's fine. But it, like I, I really hope it works order. out for you, yeah. but I'm, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to see you chopped up in some drums later on. Like, he is a known serial killer. <laughs> yeah, like, did you, uh, anyway, did you yeah. leave me for Ted Bundy? <laughs> yeah, she just masturbated to the Golden State Rapist. He's like, I don't know what I have to do to make you happy. But <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, okay. So, da-da-da-da-da. So Jotham runs away and yeah, flees. He goes to beer. Kind of a, yeah. That's, that's my kind of town. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so then Abimelech reigns for three years. And it says he reigned over Israel, but he's just sort of a minor bastard chief of Manasseh. The way I, they phrase this. I know. Yeah. he's it's a He is basically the king of the shittiest tribe. Like, going back to Gideon. Yeah. These are the fuck-offs. Like, we don't oh, care about Oh, he reigned over Israel. This is Manasseh. They, they can't even keep their tribe together, yeah. let alone fucking rule over Israel. So, yeah, we're talking about a very weird side plot here, um, which is, I was befuddled when I got to that part about him governing Israel. Um, yeah. Did he? Do you think he did? Is that what they're trying to say? Or is this a I, mistranslation? I mean, how would he? Is he a judge elected by God? I mean, what is his authority over Judah or a frame? Even a frame, like his sister tribe. That are all great. doing what the fuck Abimelech wants. Yeah, that are all greater cities than him. They're all greater yeah. regions, you know. So it, it that has to be a mistranslation or a, or a, a smudging somewhere. Yeah. So <laughs> like he just he just goes like I need all the tribes together like what happened I killed sixty nine of my brothers and everyone's like nice and he's like but you all work for me now they're like oh. Oh, no, I'm not even, even going to stick around to hear the end of your speech. I'm not fucking saying <laughs> we have like 50,000 troops <laughs> waiting in reserve here. Do what the fuck you want. So what he does at this point is uh, God is not super thrilled and stirs Somehow. up the... Sh- yeah, why? This honestly sounds like some godlike behavior, but we'll leave that alone. 
So God stirs up the uh, the Shechemites, right? So these people of the biggest city in the region, basically, starts mm-hmm. getting them pissed at Abimelech, and it says they were acting treacherously against him. Yeah, um, my Bible says he sent a spirit of ill will between the men. Hell yeah, that's even more fun because again, it makes I, love wonder... when, I love I love when God revokes free will, and He does it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, he he loves. He's just he's just he's just a he's just playing with his toys down there. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wonder if we ever could codify what the fuck God's powers are. It seems like it's just uh, whatever the hell he wants. He created all mankind and the earth and the heavens and the stars, and then now he just kind of likes to just fucking do a little bit of fucking mind games. Yeah, know? it's kind of like whenever I so I, when I was a kid, I used to uh, to a pretty late age. I'm not going to go into specifics, but I used to play <laughs> with like uh, toy soldiers, like the little sure, the the, yeah. sh- the shitty ones, the little green ones. Oh, the, yeah, see, my parents weren't poor, so... Well, mine were, <laughs> I guess. Uh, or at least that's what they pretended. Um, Don't cry, so, just get through the I'm story. I'm fine. So I would get the Dollar Tree Green Army Man. Love playing with them. I would, like, blow them up and stuff. And one of the things I used to do was that, like, I would have this scenario where I was kind of a god, and, like, you would have the one guy who was surrounded, but then he would just point out uh, somehow through some act, right, uh, that I would, I would make it where every soldier surrounding him had erectile dysfunction. And whenever he brought that up, they just kind of threw down their guns. And, like, he was, like, uh, able to wipe out the enemy forces. Yeah, so great. I revoked their, uh, you know, will to... We're keeping the story, huh? <laughs> yeah, okay, good. <laughs> great. I learned it from um, the Bible. Sure, great. So, yeah, so he sends a spirit of ill will. He's just mind-fucking these people. Like, oh, I kind of want you to fight against each other now. This will be fun for me to watch. Like, God was fine to not step in. He was fine to let uh, his chosen people get murdered by this dude. And now he's like, and now I think I'm going to have you get a little bit angry at each other. Yeah. I'm gonna so cause, it's not even I'm gonna, that he, you're going to need some team-building exercises. It's not even that he came in and, like, solved the problems. He just, like, shook the their little – they're, like, in a little cage, and he just shook it up a little bit, basically. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I could just give, I could grant them more food so that they're not fighting. Instead, like, I'm going to take my hamster cage and rattle it against the wall a little bit. It, it is kind of an interesting thing how God has treated evil cities beforehand or, like, how he's done evil. Like, the God that uh, sent in a fiery serpent against his own people seems long gone. And now we have a guy who's killing his, like, the chosen people of God and then usurping yeah. his power and using foreign God money to elect himself king over Israel for three years. At no point was he like, you know, I, I feel like I could swallow him up with the earth or what did I do to a chan in this situation? I don't know. I guess I'll just fuck with him a little bit. Yeah. It's weird. I think it's because if I had to guess, it's because the Israelites chose Abimelech in a way. So it's kind of like giving yes. them a taste of what they want, you know, like, Oh, this is what you want. Sure. Have the thorns. Right. Which is where <laughs> Smoke I think the whole pack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, that's, I think it ties into like what Jotham was saying. Kind of makes sense in that in that regard. Hmm. So the Shechemites, because of God's interference, are getting pissy. They're starting to like basically be highway robbers. They're setting up folks in the hilltops to ambush passerbys, which obviously cuts into Abimelech's bottom line. I'm assuming. I guess. Um, well, so I mean, I guess it certainly uh, undermines his authority. Sure, you know, like... sure. Like, oh, you got these robbers in your town, right? That looks ugly. So this one dude named Gale or Gaul or Gal, uh, G-A-A-L, he's the son of Ebed, and he basically uh, had moved into Shechem recently with his clan, and their citizens 
who are pissed at Abimelech are like, hey, we like this new guy. You know, this is my new best friend. Yeah. And uh, the the mayor or governor of the city is a little off. So obviously he's part of the regime. So he goes to Abimelech and he's like, listen, this new dude with the name starts with a G and uh, they're cursing you. They're, they're not a fan. You know, he's basically trying to undermine you with the folks. You need to do something about it. You need to, like, get your whole army out here and uh, and deal with them. And he says, if, in fact, if you, uh, what does he say here? That if you if you bring all your men during night, surround the city, lie in wait, whenever these dudes come out, you can kill them all. It's very confusingly written. I, I think, so the way I read it is that, so Gaul shows up. And he's like, hey, guys, I heard this town's in turmoil. I heard this Abimelech guy's fucking up. I think we have a, a, a nice opportunity for me to become in charge. Yeah. And how do you do that? Like, what's your step? How do you take over a town? You get fucked up in the church. And he's in the church just talking shit, drunk off his ass, and is basically saying, who is Abimelech and who is Shechem that we should serve him? And he's, like, calling out, like, isn't Zebel his fucking dude? Like, fuck all these people. If only I were in charge, I would set things straight. So not not particularly well prepared. I mean, I don't know what his plans are, but it doesn't seem like he's off to a great start. Uh, but what Zebel it, tells Abimelech to, like, surround the city at night. And then here's one of the weirdest things what uh, what Gale says here is that in his big speech he says, Serve the family of Hamor, Shechem's father. Now, you know who Hamor is, right? Right. That's the king of uh, Shechem. Let's go way 600 the fuck years back. ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's... this guy's giving a shout out saying, hey, I guess he's basically saying I'm of that lineage. What's the obvious problem with that? <laughs> is that. Is those guys all died? Yeah. yeah. Levi and Simeon killed every single man. Um, so guess, it's, is this yeah. guy just like a. He's like, uh, I don't know, one of those. Like, it's, it's kind of uh, weird. Like he's saying, let's serve the king of Shechem, Hamor, who, if we recall from Genesis 35, I think, maybe 34, is the one that sold Jacob the land yeah. and was like, hey, what if my son marries the, the daughter? I mean, he already, he already had Adder, so, I mean, yeah, he I feel like I should get a discount. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I don't know why he's bringing up Hamor. Like, it doesn't, doesn't really make sense. Yeah, Kugel briefly touches on this and says, okay, we don't really know if he's referring to the same Hamor, but what are the odds, of course, that there was another king of Shechem named Hamor who had a son named Shechem? It's weird. He's like, yeah, it could happen, but it doesn't make any sense. 600 years have passed. It's weird that the Bible would retain that odd reference without, you know, it mean anything. Yes, and and certainly. Um, It gets dumber. Uh, So Abimelech and his troops, basically, they take uh, Zabul's advice, right? Because he tells them, hey, they're stirring up trouble. Get your men. Wait out here in the morning. Come into the city. Fuck them all up, right? Seize your opportunity to attack. Um, So Abimelech takes his advice. He gets all his troops, um, sets out at night, takes up concealed positions right around Shechem. He's got four companies, it says. Um, and then it says, though, that Gal, the son of Ebed, had gone out and was standing at the entrance of the city just as Abimelech and his troops came out from their hiding places. And, of course, he freaks the fuck out, right? Well, it, it, it's a dumb fucking story. So I'm assuming he's hungover. Yeah, he had uh, his big party, you're right. He had his big party. He had made Marion a church, best place to get fucked up. And 
uh, he sees these people running down at him from a mountain and he's like, hmm, that seems interesting. It looks like people might be coming after me. I mean, I did just make a big old show about how I'm going to kill the former leader. Um, I wasn't expecting, you know, consequences. And who does he go to advice? He goes to Zebel. Or, uh, yeah, Zebel, the fucking mayor of the town, whom he knows is in cahoots with Abimelech. Wait, how does he know he's in cahoots? Because he calls him out in the in the oh, Judges oh, okay, nine twenty eight. Yeah. He's yeah. like, "Isn't Zabul his little bitch?" You know, and like, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, Zabul, I'm seeing some things going on outside. What what do you think that is?" And Zabul's like, "Oh, oh, what, what what do you think that is?" And he's like, "Yeah, I see some. It looks like a bunch of dudes are staked outside the fucking city, coming right after me." And he and Zabul's like, "No, no, no, no. So those are shadows. You're just you're just like you're fucking drunk, man. Still, those are just shadows." And he's like, "Huh." <laughs> And then uh, more men start running down the mountain, and Gail still hasn't quite figured out. He's like, I don't know, man. You're saying those are shadows, but I'm seeing dudes physically running and splitting into formation. I don't know. It looks kind of like squads of men running down this mountain at me, and Zabul's like, ha ha! It is people. I was only pretending to be retarded, you know? <laughs> Good. <laughs> so Zabul says, all right, where's your big talk now? who is Abimelech that we should be his uh, subject to him, right? So basically Zabul is calling out Gaul on all of his big talk. Um, literally, he says that. Uh, and it says that uh, Gaul led out the citizens of Sirkam to fight Abimelech, and Abimelech chased them all the way to the entrance of the gate, and many were killed as they fled from Abimelech. So I guess it becomes a siege at this point, right? It says that Abimelech... I, I, I think that's fair, but yeah. certainly God didn't come to... Gaul's side on any of this shit, or it just seems like Abimelech, for whatever justice he's supposed to be getting, seems to be doing quite well for himself. I think he was just rattling the cage. This is God rattling the cage. Like, he didn't, he's not, he wants the people to be punished by Abimelech. He's like, oh, oh this is what you want? Oh, so this might be kind of that reformation, that, that, this might be the execution of that curse yeah. that they're going to kill each other. And I don't I think see. Gaul is an Israelite either. Now, it doesn't say where he's from. He just says he's an outsider. I don't know who the fuck his dad is. Yeah, it, so I'm that, assuming he's maybe like a Canaanite. Yeah, it just says Gaul, son of Ebed. Maybe that was referenced earlier. It, normally I it, doubt like, it. lists the tribe or whatever, but it just, yeah, that's fuck this know. book. Um, so, basically, Abimelech, they, he chases them all up all the way up to the city, kills a bunch of dudes. They get back inside the city. Attack ends. Sets up and I guess, what is a nearby city? Aruma? I don't know where that is. And, uh... Then the Bible goes on to say that the next day the people of Shechem went out to the fields um, and and someone reported, like spies, I guess, reported it back to Abimelech. So let's, okay, let's bring everything back into focus. So this is what has happened so far. I'm going to do a quick, because I feel like this is a crazy ass story. Yeah, I feel like we're getting confusing. Yeah. So Abimelech kills his brothers, takes over the area. He's the leader of Shechem and surrounding province. He kind of is out away from Shechem. This dude, Gaul, comes in, is like a revolutionary, takes over Shechem. Abimelech comes back to take over, uh, gets into a spat, pushes the forces back into into Shechem. Abimelech goes away. So now Gaul and his, his faction are still sort of in control. Now it says that people are going back out to the fields, right, post-battle. So it's safe again, they think. Um, and Abimelech gets word of that. So, what does he do? Takes out his people, his companies of army, and uh, sets an ambush in the fields once again. And uh, rushed upon all who were in the fields and killed them. 
Nice. And then he takes the city, killed everyone who was in the city, and sowed it with salt. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, badass. It is confusing because it says that he killed the entire city, but, but then it goes on to say, 46. Now, when all the men of the Tower of Shechem had heard of that, they decided to enter the stronghold of the temple of the god Bereth. So what I'm picturing is that, like, let's go Game of Thrones for a second. They killed everyone in, uh, what's the name of the big main city? King's Landing. King's Landing. But they didn't kill everyone inside the Citadel or whatever. Sure, sure. That's what's it, happening. It, it kind of is kind of funny because, um, oh, man. They killed I, the peasants, but the, the, like, ruling class was still fine inside of their, like, extra-walled city. Uh, we didn't really cover it, but uh, the specific gods, the temple, that the paid uh, the reckless men the first place was the temple of Baal Bereth. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that's the same temple that the Ooh. men then flee to when Abimelech no. is coming to do his shit. It's the but, temple of Bereth. But my Bible says El Bereth. It said Baal Bereth the first, Baal Bereth the first time. Now it says El Bereth. Interesting. Yeah, because El is like... Jew God. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But the point is, is that the men of Shechem who uh, used this God to kill the Israelites are now hiding in that God from the guy that they paid to kill the Israelites. Ooh, so it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a true circle. civil war Hell yeah. going down. So, th- so the monster they created has now come back for vengeance. And Abimelech does this goofy fucking shit. Well, he basically cuts down a tree, cuts down some wood. And gets all his boys to do the same thing. They take all the branches, uh, put them around the, t- the fucking temple, and burn that motherfucker down. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So That's brutal. Uh, That's a rough It's brutal, uh, yeah. I feel like that only happens in westerns nowadays. I, I can't believe Abimelech doesn't have any loyalty. <laughs> you know, like, what kind of guy? He 69 of his brothers. Yeah, we're going to do that joke as much as we can. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I... I, I it, it really is sort of the, the comeuppance, you know, is that the, the people of Shechem were like, oh, yeah, we should pay this guy to kill his own brother. That's the kind of guy we want leading us. The guy that would kill his own brothers? Yeah, he never would turn on us, I don't why think. Would he, why would he betray us? He's so loyal. Uh, yeah. He's got strong character. Um, so a thousand men and women died inside of that temple. And it says next he went to Thebes, another city, I guess, in the region, besieged, captured. Um, also a strong – this is awesome. So, also, there's a strong tower inside of the bees. Now, Abimelech is approaching the tower, trying to figure out how to, like, fuck everyone up that's inside of it. And a woman, God bless her, looks down and sees him, and somehow, with superhuman strength, throws a millstone at him. Now, maybe there's different sized millstones, but my understanding is that they're, like, thousands of pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm thinking, I, I think a millstone is easily rolled by design. So it, but like, like my Bible stick. says that she dropped it from the top of a fucking tower. So maybe she just shoved a big ass. It, you know, though, I guess you could have like a, you could mill in a. It's a Mesopotamian a piano. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Nice. I'm sorry. Cause you probably really wanted to. Send uh, that no, I just, home. whatever. Anyway, but okay. <laughs> so I guess you could have a millstone that was smaller. Like if you're grinding mill in like a bowl. So she throws a big ass rock regardless off, hits him in the head. Threw blood in his face, I'm sure, and the uh, TBI that he just suffered. He tells his uh, he tells his armor bearer, "All right, look, buddy, I don't want nobody saying that a woman killed me, so I'm gonna need you to stab me to death right now." 
it's the it's the early uh, 1200 BC version of oh, delete my browser history. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You know, it's just like fuck. People are gonna when they find out that I got my fucking head caved in by a lady <laughs> and gravity. Which, again, let's just think about this for a second. How the fuck does he know who threw this rock? <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, that, that's the one time where God got involved. He's just like, fuck, what was that? And then God just comes out and be like, you just got dabbed on by a lady, bro. Some, you just got that bitch to that rock. She was cramping from her period. She still got you. And he's like, oh, get over here. Someone stab me. I like to think that like she threw the rock and just to flex, like leaned out over the ledge and like pulled out a titty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great. So, uh, but, so his armor bearer did the right thing and killed him. So, so Abimelech, who killed his own brothers, is killed by the man who literally carries his fucking armor. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Like, probably, why would you just fucking fuck wear it? Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, I just, I can't get your smell out of my mind. <laughs> your musk. Great. Yeah. I'm assuming it was very touching. He's like, like he's like, he's like, I can't do this, master. You're my love. And he's like, a woman fucking did this. He's like, all right, step, 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 <laughs> step, step, step. So it says at this point, basically the Israelites look out. They're like, oh, Abimelech's dead. Cool. And God's like, yep, they're all right. Justice served, and everyone's happy. <laughs> That's yeah. it. It's like That's it's it. like yeah. That's the whole Abimelech story. Uh, and then yeah, the men saw he was dead. And they departed every man to his place. It's like when you're having like a pickup game of baseball and it flies over to Mr. Myrtle's yard. You know. You're oh no, he's, he's raped so many of us. <laughs> I was referencing the Sandlot, but yeah, you got it. <laughs> what do you think? Come on, read between the lines of the Sandlot, yeah, dude. That fucking dog. What um, do you think old men do to little boys? You think they what spank them? What yeah, you, you, you just sit there with two cold yoo-hoos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the Bible then tries to paint this like this is some glorious fucking and the evil of the men of Shechem returned on their own heads and on them came the curse of Jotham, the son of Gideon. But I guess they just got punished, though. They are all dead. I, I guess. But also Abimelech had three good years of leadership and killed a fuck ton of people. It, I don't know. I just don't know what to think of that. It's, it, it, it'd be like if. The me- like it'd be like if you're like 20 years old, and let's assume you're in some like tribe in Africa, and there's another rival tribe, and they hotel Rwanda you, and you're like, don't worry, he's gonna get his, and then he like rules for another 20 years and then dies of breast cancer, and you're like, oh, only three, he ruled for three years and got Whatever, killed by a woman. Three years in 12. <laughs> <laughs> what? A- okay, it's funny because we know. We get it. We uh, we. Well, I'm just saying, it. like he thought. That by his armor bearer killing him, he would get away with, from being shamed. But we know. Yeah, but she it just seems like if you're talking, I don't know, whatever. I wouldn't do justice that way. If it were up to me, if it was like, hey, what happened? That guy killed 69 of my brothers. He's like, nice. But don't worry. I <laughs> fucking lightly irradiated some milk. In three to four years, he's going to start having symptoms. And then after the chemo fails, he's going to die. I'm like, oh, thank you. He's not going to be like at full strength for several years, just continuing on a reign of terror. Like, no, he will. I just radiated the milk. It's not like Bro, he, he got killed by a woman, though. Okay, yeah, I guess. I guess it he is, got dabbed on pretty hard. It is the ultimate insult. Yeah, thus is the story of Abimelech. Thus is the story. I don't get why, though, it says God also made the people of Shechem pay for their wickedness. I mean, I guess they. They're all I dead. guess it was a team effort. They're all dead. 
They don't exist. Yeah, yeah they are dead. Yeah. Is this Shakim too? Electric Boogaloo. Out. Every time Shakim gets brought up, <laughs> just God to make sure they all die. Right. Uh, I'm serious. I think it's like an Indian burial ground situation. It's fucking poltergeist. Listen. Yeah, dude. I'm going to go there. <laughs> okay, that's uh, chapter nine. Woo, what a doozy. What a doozy. Chapter that's a 10's lot. easy, though. That was 57 fucking verses of metal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what yeah. happens after Abimelech? Well, chapter 10 tells us. Um, a man of Issachar, the, the tribe of Issachar, named Tola, son of Pua. These are obviously... Pacific Islander names. I don't know yeah, what they're the doing. The son the of Dodo. Yeah, the son of Dodo, which is a bird from Oceania. My, my uh, Bible calls these minor judges because they don't fucking do anything. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's a little rude or whatever because this <laughs> dude rules for 23 years. And was buried in Shamir. I guess he's minor. Uh, maybe they're like. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't like the. the uh, Israeli countryside didn't devolve it, into If he wanted like, to be known, he would have started a war in the Middle East. I He's just going to be one of those placeholder judges. Every, like every you know? good president. You know, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. He's like, he, oh, I lowered taxes and I increased uh, benefits for women. You're like, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm going to say, when it comes to the Bible, no news is good news. You know? <laughs> sure, sure. Because everything uh, this, I read is... All correct. this Pax Americana bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, next comes... Uh, Hair, Jer, J A I R of Gilead, hair, yeah. <laughs> nice. So hair of Gilead uh, comes along now. Gilead, if you remember, is the area east of the Jordan, which is like where Reuben and those lot set up uh, before the invasion and in Gad of Canaan. Yeah. yeah, I said in those folks. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, Jer of Gilead uh, led it over twenty-two years. He had this is the stupidest fucking thing. So, I don't get it. He had 30 sons who rode 30 donkeys. Now, tell me, what other number of donkeys could 30 people ride? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I imagine I, you could double up. How? I, I, yeah, I don't get it. it, it it's you like splits? Like, in case you were wondering how badass Hare was, he had 30 sons who rode on 30 donkeys. They also had 30 towns. It sounds like a Rick Ross ride. Havoth Hare. Which is in the land of Gilead, and is like cool, and that's the only that's the only thing we know about him. Is it? It'd be like if someone was like telling me a story, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I should tell you about my grandfather. He had eighteen cats." I'm like, "Okay," and like, "And now moving on." And I'm like, "Thanks for I hate that it. fucking hot tip." Yeah, I hate this part. So he has thirty kids with thirty donkeys with thirty towns. It basically somebody let the Doctor Seuss of ancient Israel take over for a second and write this chapter. Um, nice. Next up, obviously, what happens? Uh, chapter ten, verse six. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, because goddamn, these people are idiots. Yeah, I mean, like God sees these people worshiping uh, the balls, the Ashtoth, the gods of Syria. I mean, it, it, it's every like, fucking possible thing. The analogy I think of this is that it's like God is like this uptight Christian father who has all these rules. And Israel is like his slut daughter. And yeah. he just he just constantly, he's like, I'm going to lock your room. I'm going to remove your door. I'm going to take away your phone. And then she just keeps coming back with like 15 dudes. And he's like, I just don't know what else to do. I can't whip her anymore. I mean, how much more freedom oh, uh, can did. I take away before, you know, like, I don't understand. I've done the same thing over and over again and nothing gets better. You know, It's fascinating. 
Uh, by the way, uh, Baal, of course, is like a supreme deity, but Ashtoreth is a fertility god or goddess. I don't know. Right. Um, they, so they, they don't just be... fuck on them. They fuck on the gods of Moab, the gods oh, of Ammon, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Philistines. All Basically, every people group within their range, they were like, yeah, we'll try your gods for a little bit. We'll fuck, it, was we'll a fuck real, it was a real Baskins-Robbins situation. <laughs> you know, 32 um, flavors. So as it's punishment, he sold that. him to the hands of the Philistines. And keeping with that analogy, it's like, what's this? You've been fucking the entire basketball team? Well, now you get to go live with them. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> She's like, nice. Um, so, yeah, for 18 years, basically, they the Israelites were oppressed. So basically, they were they were the the ancient Mesopotamian uh, gamers, if you are, if you will. Sure. Okay. Um, and... Uh, so basically what happens next is that the Ammonites uh, cross the Jordan to fight against Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, all of Israel for the most part. Those are all the important ones anyways. And uh, yeah, so Israel's, that... Israelites are freaking out a little bit. And they've been sinning. They've been oppressed for 18 years. So it's time for them to turn back to God, which is kind of their go-to. Yeah. And uh, God replies, all right, so when the Egyptians, Amorites, Ammonites, Philistines, Sidonians, Amalekites, Moanites... That's a new one. I've never even seen that one. When they <laughs> oppressed you and you cried for help, did I not save you from their hands? But you have forsaken me and served other gods, so I will no longer save you. Go and cry out to the gods you have chosen. Let them save you when you are in trouble. Now, here's the thing. If I'm an Israelite and God says that to me, I'm actually going to be like, okay. <laughs> like, are you offering to leave me the fuck alone? I mean, it's like, it's like me going to my wife and be like, okay, remember that whore that I've been fucking? Like, yes. And be like, all right, well, she's pregnant and now she's coming to kill me. And they're like, yeah, I think, I think you're going to have to start a family with her. I think that's your life now. I'm like, no, you have to step in. You have to fight her. Get involved. Yeah, but what if you really like that whore? <laughs> and what yeah, if yeah. your wife beat you all the time beat you <laughs> like, constantly and constantly. then gave you permission to go live with your outside chick and this whore is fucking tough i mean <laughs> it, it's kind of implied that like gilead who is east of the jordan is farther away from like the main tribes them getting fucked on that makes sense they're sort of outside but the fact that these people are crossing the jordan and attacking judah is like oh yeah th- th- this is them this is them crossing into fucking yeah. moscow yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Israelites are total cowards about it. And they're like, no, God, please, we sinned. Do whatever you think is best with us. Please just save us. It's really, it's, this is pathetic. This is one of the yeah, most pathetic I wouldn't take it back. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Fucking, you better, you better lick your cum off my toes. Wow, okay. Uh, I don't, that's a weird situation that you just <laughs> brought us into. Uh, so, <laughs> this is great. I don't know. So they get rid of their foreign gods because, I don't know, even though they had a total out to get rid of their tyrannical god. They finally had their chance in the sun. They could have ridden off on the motorcycle with their boyfriend. And God is also a total pushover because it said he could no longer bear their misery, right? So he's like, whoa, they did the puppy eyes. They melted down all their other statues. I, I keep going back to that analogy of, like, the dad with a whore daughter. He's like, fine, go live with your shitty boyfriend who beats you. And then he's just, like, watching her in the trailer just get her fucking shit kicked in. And you just see him punch her in the pregnant belly. And he's like, nice. okay, all right. I, okay, <laughs> She's not going to have that kid. <laughs> I'll let you come home. It's Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, 
<laughs> there's there's a way better analogy in there, but <laughs> we'll leave that be. Okay, so next, the Ammonites uh, basically get called up to arms, ready to go in and fuck Israel up. Um, it's going to be a mess, is what it sounds like. And uh, the Israelites are more or less saying, hey, is there anyone that wants to step up? There's, you know, Hey, where's our judge? We've been having all these judges in our time of need. Where's the, the judge of the day? Where's the flavor of the day? We want him. Yeah, it's a sexy little cliffhanger, you know, because the Israelites see all these armies are now, like, like winding up and gathering their forces, and they're just camped outside. They're like, fuck, fuck, we are about to get the fucking sharp end of the dick. <laughs> to say and, it, nice, <laughs> put it nicely, yeah. Yeah, and they're just like, who who will God choose for us? And that's that's how we'll end on Judges 10. That's the end of Judges 10. We'll pick up F53 on Judges 11, which is kind of fun. I already read it a little bit, so I'm looking forward oh. to it. Oh. It's a good read. Yeah, I read the first verse, and I was like, oh, that's exactly what I like to hear. So get get ready, at, uh, peeps. At yeah. 53 is going to be... Our first ep in a new year of Revelations. I wanted to have a new uh, opener ready to go for the new year, but I just didn't do it. I like... I don't, it's, one, it's not going to make any sense to anybody. Like, oh, hey, they just changed their music in the middle of September. That doesn't make any fucking sense. True. But, uh, I like it. We'll do it for care. like the 4th of July or something more sensible, I guess. Right, 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 right. right. <sighs> well, that was a fun app. That was a fun app. Uh, like. we, uh, we almost, uh, returning to form and remembering our origins here a little bit, uh, what do you think that meant? You know, like, Yikes. Um, well, you know, we did some of our, I think, our most lit review type conversations ever in this episode. Really? Mm. Like, we had a good conversation about, okay, um, why is there this parallel with um, the stone, right? And why is God having Jophath? Was that his name? Jophath, right? Jophath. Jotham, sorry. So many right. stupid fucking names. Oh, damn. So why is Jotham... What, what is the point of Jotham's weird uh, speech? Like, what, what what is he getting at here? And what could it mean? I, I think that it was... Uh, there was a lot to dive into, which is why it took us so damn long, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I enjoyed really. it. I think... I, I don't know. I, sometimes I wonder... So uh, Abimelech, who killed his family on a stone was then murdered by a stone. My Bible jizzes all over itself for that shit. Does that mean anything? Do we care? He wasn't murdered all by a stone. stone play? Well, he fucking essentially got stopped he was by fine. a stone. Whatever. He was fine. I mean, he was probably would have been retarded. But... A lot of people commit suicide when they're fine. <laughs> like, like, oh, kill me. It's fine. I mean, whenever I find out, I almost do it every time I find out that my wife ate the last Go-Gurt. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm always on the edge of suicide. I'm just saying, constantly. he didn't get killed by the stone. That was constantly. why his armor bearer stabbed him in the guts. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the stabbing him in the guts was a metaphor, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, one last time. <laughs> one last time. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that uh, I think that's bullshit to try and tie this whole stone thing together. Fuck that. Uh, yeah. It's weak. No, because I, I think I think this chapter, oddly enough, has the most sort of like uh, flashback references. I mean, we referenced Shakim, Hamor, uh, in indirectly we referenced uh, that's, that's that's like the same Genesis, 
Joseph, or not Joseph, but okay. Joshua. Yeah, yeah, because we talked about the tree and the rock. Yeah. It was a very um, apropos gear episode. I think so. Mm-hmm, 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 Until we got mm-hmm. back into some of our old Bible stuff. So, <laughs> <sighs> Fucking yeah. Bible, though, man. It's a lot. It it's is. a lot to get through. It's weird that we're still doing this. Like, it's uh, stupid. I, it's dumb. Uh, <laughs> keep on keeping on with it. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, let's keep doing it. Um, it is kind of... Uh, every time we get into this, every time we get ready for an episode, I'm always like, I, I have to stop and think. I'm like, what the fuck am I even reading? It seems weird that we are actually reading the Bible. Like, this is in some people's minds, some holy word. There's several people I know that if I took a giant dump on this and lit it on fire, they'd be, they'd have an emotion attached to it, you know? Yeah. Like they'd deep, be like, why'd you do deep, that? I mean, think about it. We could do like a whole sociological episode about people's faith, you know, like what it means. I think that, I guess I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of like a parallel that's not spiritual. Yeah, it's hard to um, imagine always, something like that. Yeah. It really is. It's very unique, I guess. So it's kind of hard to parallel it. But I don't know. Like if someone, and it would be unnatural if someone, if someone stabbed did... your PS4 or something. <laughs> if someone took, <laughs> if someone took a bunch of Naruto mega that stepped on it, I'd still be like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that, man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but it'd be <laughs> like it's I weird. It, it, it's weird. Like there's, I don't think there's anything that I love in spirit like yeah. that i love the idea of that i would feel like a visceral emotion but the way people think about that the a Bible, book yeah yeah not just like if, it was, a book. if someone took my favorite book that i was in the middle of reading and yeah. burned it i would be like Maw. you know yeah i'm just gonna order the amazon prime you know like, yeah sure 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 but the so. idea that someone's like oh someone hurt like i remember um the sacred text like, yeah, the <laughs> sacred text i'm like the part about the guy and his 30 donkeys is that which part do you love the most? I love the part where the pharaoh got ham fucked into like killing his own people. Like, oh, he liked that part, huh? The part where the guy gets uh, dabbed on by a woman and gets killed by his friend. Like, yeah, don't do that. Don't put that in the toilet. You can't burn that. That's that's sacred, bro. You can't touch that shit. It's just weird. Weird to think yeah. about it that way. It's a uh, it's a bizarre book. It's by the way, it's Rick Ross hustling. Is the song that. It, I'm reminded of during that he had 30 sons with 30 donkeys ruling 30 cities. There's you know, a Rick, kinda... Listen to hustling. Listen to, listen to Rick Ross hustling. You right. know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm looking at a map here uh, that actually has all the tribes and their judges. So you have, um, you know, hot hair, Barak, Gideon, Elon, Shamgar, Tola. I mean, some of these, I think, are coming in the future because it's like a total, but because I don't, I don't know who the fuck um, Ibsen is. It's, go, it's a good name. Him. Yeah. All right. But we have Tola, Gideon, kind of like where they are and what tribes are. It, it seems weird to, to think of them as like, I wonder if they really were the leaders of Israel. Was Israel even needing a fucking leader at this time? Or are they fine being tribes like a republic? So obviously what we have to look at here is what is the intention of the author? Because that's all there is. Right. Um, and I feel like most... There's two types of judges. And, you know, obviously you said there's what the minor judges is what is what mm-hmm. you saw them called. So I think there's the judges that have a story to tell us, that have a parable to them. 
right? That there's something we can learn. And there's the judges that are just meant to be filler to make it seem more like a history book. Mm -hmm. That's all I see. I just, uh, it just seems like a, it seems more like some kind of fucking anthology, some random anthology of like, um, like, yeah, just an anthology. Like, oh, then there was a guy from Manasseh who did some shit. And there was a guy from Dan who also did some shit. Like, I, I don't, it seems weird that there's this giant block of quote unquote historical stories of things that happened and people that ruled at certain times. I mean, if these were really rulers of Israel, you would kind of give them more weight than yeah, the guy. Yeah, for sure, twenty three years. Yeah, you know, Tolkien seems, would have done a way better job with all this. I mean, I mean, you know? how long did I mean Joshua only ruled for five years, right? His entire conquest was five years total from. From crossing, from uh, yeah, crossing but he also Jordan. ruled after he conquered. Did he? Yeah, I can't. For remember. a while, I, it was like I four thought, years. I thought something. the end of Joshua was him being like, "All right, guys, five years have passed. Yeah, we but it says it. Some, peace out, it, homies." No, it says something about him ruling for a while after that. I think, mm. but I don't know. That's enough. That's enough fucking speculation. I, I just um, feel like judges is like the uh, Andrew Garfields of the America, you know, like like oh Andrew. yeah, there was there was like who even remembers who the nineteenth president was? I don't fucking know. Who was the middle Spider Man? <laughs> 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 For sure. Hey, I like those movies. All right. Anyways, um, What's that's gonna be handle? it. Oh yeah, our Twitter handle. Uh, not that anyone gives a fuck. I'm I'm speaking to you, audience, but it's. At a revelations, and if you want to send us something more long form, we do have an email account that's going to be a revelations podcast at gmail.com. Cole, uh, it's a year, and I, I've asked you this question so many times, and I know you hate it, but I'm gonna ask you one more time what do you got for the people? Fuck Wisconsin. <laughs> for some reason, there are big no, it's Michigan. Sorry, fuck Michigan. <laughs> for some oh, reason, they're our, our most popular state. I have no idea who the fuck's listening to our podcast in Michigan, but hey, if you're in Michigan or Wisconsin or wherever Cole's confused about and you want to let us know who you are, hit us up on Twitter. All right, we're not gonna dox you, make a fake account. I don't know, it's easy.